Yeah. Dude. I like the demo way more than the, uh, the LP. Welcome to the Flock Podcast, show where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we've been doing throughout the week. I'm Dewey, as always. I'm joined by my good friend, Connor. As a disclaimer, uh, before we get into it on this episode, I just want everyone to know that Bob is here. Uh, He's just taken a vow of silence for this episode uh, as reparations to me for interrupting. Bob, do you have anything to... Oh, wait. So, but he's also elected me to interpret his gestures and facial expressions and let everyone know what he's saying, thinking, and feeling. So, yes, Bob, do you have a, you don't have anything you want to say, or you think I'm? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and then we have a special guest. It's it's me. It's Kelsey. Hey. I th- I didn't know if you're gonna go with Kelly One Thousand or not. It's me, Kelly One Thousand. <laughs> That's right. Back for more. Back in the flesh or metal, whatever. Yeah. Back in the robot. I assume it was all metal, but we don't know. It could be some kind of kind of flesh man. I was like a cyborg. Okay. Some. It was a made-up word. Had your voice box replaced. Yeah, they finally figured out how to do that. Yeah. That the technology advanced enough. The, the great thing about the vow of silence is that we won't have to worry about anyone being interrupted at any point. Well, that's why. He's, yeah. it's, he's, it's penitence. Yeah. Um, Excited to see how this goes. I think we're going to see numbers the likes have never been seen before. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I also thought that... So, I was at work the other day, and my, my boss went to lunch, and he went to the grocery store to get his lunch. And he came back, and he said, I got a goat. And I said, you got a what? He said, greatest of all time. And I was like, great as what? He goes, no, it's it's an energy drink. It is a sports energy drink. Okay. It's brand new. Oh, that looks badass. Uh, so I brought some. Is I figured we could continue our uh, uh, energy drink bracket. Okay. What's that, Bob? Oh, you don't want to participate today, but you think okay. Kelsey should? Okay. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they no, can take good. her place. That's fine. Um, the flavors are. I I saw one and I'm excited. <laughs> so we got uh, peach pineapple. That Ooh. sounds. That's the yellow. Uh, we got gummy bear, which Ooh. is the blue. That sounds That's wild. Dewey's kind of flavor. And then we got the pink can, <laughs> which is just flavored candy. candy. <laughs> oh, I'm different I, from gummy bear. I want. Different. I want. My 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 mind is telling me go with the the peach pineapple because that's mm-hmm. what i would actually like but my my body is telling me i should go for candy it's all so that sh- ghost yeah. should we each take one or should we get cups and i'll get cups three? i'll get cups okay. yeah i want to try makes them all that makes all right. sense. sick that makes the most sense. so i'll read a little bit of the the copy so the here is five gram or five um, calories more it, oh you're looking at the back yeah. oh it is uh-oh. Okay. It's all the candy. So, uh, it says across the the top band of the can, uh, greatest of all time, uh, goat fuel is the name of the energy drink. Um, it is naturally flavored. There's zero sugar. It has electrolytes, essential vitamins, and cordyceps, which I think are the mushrooms, mushrooms. from... The Last of Us. The Last of Us. <laughs> so this will turn us into uh, Last of Us zombies. It has cordyceps in it. Thank you. Milkshake's here. Milkshake also. Here. Yeah. Uh, you hear him jingling. 
So the candy has 20 calories. Uh, the other two have 15. Uh, these have... Okay, no sugar. Vegan. Non-GMO, gluten-free. Thank God. Uh, 200 milligrams of caffeine in this little guy. Okay. Uh, goat stands for greatest of all time. And our proprietary blend of green tea with EGCG, whatever that is, ginger, amino acids, and cordyceps mushrooms is just that. Goat fuel. Provides clean energy and keeps you going on your path to achieve greatness in whatever you do. If you know what EGCGs are... Is that like the place where they would play in a... It's like the New York venue that... Oh, it's where they discovered the Ramones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 804-286-0626. Tell us what EGCGs are. Tell Uh, us if you laughed at that. Which one do you want to try first? I got to try candy. All right. We're going candy. We're just coming in hot out the gate. Oh. It is just as pink as Mm -hmm. I imagined yeah that's you know what i'm not even gonna say anything about that go on bob didn't like that for for you bob's trying so hard right now not to say something uh but we made a pact with the devil and if he speaks during this episode he goes to hell it smells like bubble gum yeah it looks gonna it tastes delicious (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, it tastes it, awesome it tastes like a a better bubblicious ghost yeah it tastes like bubble gum it's funny because when you started pouring it and it came out pink as the actual can i was like "Ooh, bubble gum and then it just turns out it is do you want some milkshake milkshake is making yeah. his first appearance on the podcast he's gonna go fast tonight yeah <laughs> it's what he deserves it actually is good yeah when if you when I hear like bubblegum, also I don't know why it's called candy and not bubblegum. Maybe bubblegum is off-putting to some people. It if would it be was, to me. if it said bubblegum on the can, I wouldn't have picked it up. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, which is hard to say. Again, the bubblegum ghost was unpleasant. Yeah, no. It the bubblegum ghost was like when the bubble when the double bubble starts to go stale. Yeah. If you had that, but you also had all the sugar in there yeah. still. It was insane. <clears throat> Makes me want to chew on tin cans by the side of the road. <laughs> like the old like 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 in the old country. <laughs> like a goat. Oh true. They'll eat anything. They'll eat anything. Uh peach pineapple or gummy bear next? Let's try gummy bear. Oh, nice. Finish this one. <laughs> Cause I wanna end on a good note, which I think pineapple sounds good. I got it on my phone, uh, which means my internet speed will go uh, will increase. Oh, that one's a different color. This from one's the can. like yeah, it's kind of the color of Mountain Dew. Yeah, the can is like a teal. It's milkshake's trying to uh, do something, but don't worry, I'm just looking at him. He wants the stuffed animals. No, you know what he wants. What? You know what's behind there? <laughs> the chimney. Oh, yeah, he wants to get in the right. fireplace. He wants to escape. He he has been obsessed with getting to the fireplace in the other room. And there's two fireplaces in this house, uh, and so he sees this new one. But this new one's blocked off. But I think he senses that there's some. I just know a, it's there. He said, "I got to get behind the waterfall." Yeah, this it smells crazy. I just know there's a treasure chest behind. There. <laughs> it smells like a bag of melted gummy bears. I 
I don't like this one. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan. It doesn't really taste like anything. No. Definitely not gummy bears. You gotta, you gotta open your mouth so it uh, oxidizes. It just tastes like, like a rip it or something like that. You know, like a really cheap energy drink. It's not bad to me. It just tastes like inoffensive. It tastes so bland I can't place it. It doesn't taste like gummy bears. It tastes how I imagine uh, uh, leaving a car battery in a hot tub for a long time <laughs> would taste. That's actually a very good description. There's also um, there is a a uh, white gummy bear rain flavor. Oh yeah, which tastes more like gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Whereas this just kind of tastes like nothing. Not much. a huge fan. I like the bubble gum more though. Yeah, candy was good. I think I can taste the cordyceps. Yeah. I think I can taste the contraceptives in this one. <laughs> I can't wait to be a Last of Us zombie. All right. Peach pineapple. Now, this is something. I'm, these are two flavors that I love. I saw that and I was like, I got to get that one because yeah. Dewey will like it. I love the peach rings from uh, Sonic and I love pineapple. Probably- this, is, this has a kind of natural color to it. Yeah. Um, it looks like it looks like urine. I was going to say your your morning urine. Yeah. Pee pee. Peach pineapple. Piss pee-pee. pineapple. Yeah. That too. It uh, smells yeah. crazy. <clears throat> yeah, this this is like when I um I remember to take my multivitamins. It's a weird aftertaste. It comes late. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird. It has an aftertaste of what you th- like a, uh, f- like maybe a, a, not freeze dried, but like a f- flash dried pe- uh, pineapple, or like something yeah. like that. Like frozen fruit that's freezer burned. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's accurate. I like the candy one the best. Yeah, candy honestly is the goat. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all goat fuel. I like this one. Yeah? Here, you yeah. have the rest of mine. Okay. <laughs> Pour it in my cup and my cup. <laughs> I had two cups of coffee today, and I normally only have one, so I'm going to feel insane oh, yeah, yeah. after this. I had two shots of espresso and a cup of coffee, and I haven't finished it. But I almost opened up a highball, but I was very, uh, but so I'm happy I didn't, because now I can drink this. I'm going to have a little bit more of the candy. Okay. I'd also like a little more of the candy, I think. Candy's big. Good. So, um, I know we don't have the list in front of us, but where do you put these? Dude, I don't even know what happened to that episode. I think we're going to have to do it all over again. Oh my God, my heart. I don't know what happened. I don't know if, I don't know if my, 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 my ticker can take it. Yeah. <sighs> I got to find it. We got to find a way to, maybe we should do it with like more people so that we can disperse the drink. Crowdsource. Yeah. But then at the same time. Even if you do that, it's still so much. The jungle juice. Yeah. Maybe we can start. We can start now. Okay. And then next time we can we can do it more like this, where we can have a little bit at a time. And I'll keep a note on my phone. Okay. Personally, I'm putting candy at the top. Me too. Number two. 
Might be gummy bear. I don't like the peach one. I like the peach one. Hmm. I think I think the peach one's the best. I will concede that candy can't. How, how should I label this? Goat fuel candy. Yeah. I'll put goat fuel candy. And then. I don't know. He's being he's being too quiet and still, and it's freaking me out. I think I think he's waiting to talk. Do well, you have he, anything to share, in milkshake? Wait, milkshake or Bob? Oh yeah, Bob too. Bob's putting Bob's, his Bob's ha- freaking me out so much I can't even look at him. He keeps putting his hands around his throat and like <laughs> making a motion like uh, like he's throwing up or something. I I don't know what it means. I think he's. I think he'll be good. Peach. So I'm I'm gonna say peach pineapple is second. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Oh, oh, they're pretty close. Gummy yeah. bear and peach. Because gummy me. bear just tastes like almost nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can throw that at the bottom. All right, so there we go. We're starting the list. Maybe I'll make maybe I'll make a a thread in the Discord that no one else can edit except for me, and then I can just go through and edit it every time we add a new drink. Okay. And no one can say anything in it. I can't believe we drank all of those energy drinks for nothing. Yeah, I wish I could. Re- hey, you can't do that. You can't do hey. that. That's illegal. That's illegal. <laughs> Milkshake was sc- scratching the back of the couch. You know better than that. He does know better. He just is like, I don't care. <sighs> that was fun. So now my, we, my we, boss texted and said, "Oh, I also bought a drone and it's badass." <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. All right, <sighs> podcast time. How's Yay. everyone's week been? It's been pretty cool. Yeah. Had a party. Yes, I was there. We threw a party. Bitches came over. We threw a party, you know, okay. just like Drake said. Oh. And, uh. Good guy. Famously yeah. good, good guy. He's good. I like him. His kid's uh, freestyle rap is. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. I think we ended the podcast and I was like, hey, you should listen to this. <laughs> Adonis or whatever his child's name is. Got a really cool freestyle rap. Very mm. freestyle. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know how like, it, jazz is all about the notes you don't play? Yeah. It's all about the words he doesn't use. Yeah. Because there's a lot of words he doesn't yeah, use. Yeah, because he doesn't know many yet because yeah. he's six or the something. The ones he does use, there's about three. Yeah. I was playing on my iPad, then I broke my iPad. Legendary. Poetry. Yeah. Iconic. I went to my house, see my dad. <laughs> Iconic. My, I think the the hook of the song is my 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 man. Yeah. Is yeah. he talking about his dad? I don't know. I want a shirt that says "Went to my house, see my dad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to my house on the back, see my dad. <laughs> Honestly, bars. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, that was cool. Party was fun. Hell yeah. Milkshake and guts were both hot dogs. Yeah, I saw that separately. Separately. See, I thought. Guts was a hot dog and then he went and changed into a costume where he was dressed as Mr. Milkshake dressed as a hot, hot dog. dog. Yeah. That was a common cool. mistake. A lot of people yeah. thought that. Glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah. Uh, the best part about the party, I think was um, that in here, the game room slash podcast room, I had Spotify playing music. And then like, because of the hue lights, they were synced and they were like flashing and only person to come in here was me to sit down on the couch for a second and uh kelsey to ask what i was doing <laughs> also you had the the mungus oh yeah plushie with the phillies hat on sitting on the couch facing the tv 
mm-hmm. which was off. Yeah. And every time I walked past the room, I thought it was a person sitting in here. Yeah. Watching an off TV. I definitely, uh, I definitely walked by a few times and more than once was like, wait, is someone in there? And then it was just the Mungus with the fitted. Mungus with the fitted. Yep. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. You just leave your Mungus with the fitted on in your house. That's not everyone thinks yeah. someone's in your house. That's what you do when you go on vacation. Yeah. So people think someone's <laughs> yeah, just still like there. home just alone. Leave the Mungus with the fitted on the couch. Yeah, so they're like looking and like, oh hell no, yeah. there's someone in there sitting on the couch <laughs> watching the TV that's not on. Yep. We can't break in here. Yeah, it's foolproof. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I get to the airport and we're halfway across the travel and then I realize we left a milkshake at home. Yeah. Milkshake mm-hmm. And then Milkshake has to He's devising cr- traps. Yeah. Which he probably would. Oh yeah. He's smart enough. Yeah. I liked the part of the party where people lost their minds over his tricks. Yeah. You don't see cats do tricks. No. No. Charlotte could not believe the tricks. I know. (laughs) Milkshake knows how to do sit and paw, Mm -hmm. which is very funny. And every time he does paw, he goes like. Yeah. He like like (laughs) holds the paw kind of close to him and like gives it to you like he's some lord giving, (laughs) giving his hand to you. Yeah, I wanted to teach him like lie down, but I, not a chance he's yeah. gonna pick up that one. I try. It's funny, guts knows lie down, but it's because I tried teaching it to him like, probably like three months ago. It, well, a little bit before, I would do it every like few months. I'd be like, let's see if he can do it, and he would only do it with his uh, gentle leader on, because uh. that's when he knew he was had to be good. Uh, and then every time I took it off, he just like wouldn't get it. And then one day I was like, let's see if he would do it. And then he just did it. And I was like, okay, cool. You remember that. So now he knows down. He's smart. Last yeah. time, uh, Ushi got her nails trimmed. We, and we drugged her for it yeah. as we do every time <clears throat> I was carrying her around and she was just like drunk in my arms. Mm-hmm. And I was, she, she doesn't like when you hold her, when you like put her on her back, like a baby and hold her like this. Yeah. So I was doing that and she was too drunk to care. Yeah. And then either today or it was today I was holding her and I was like I wonder and I just flipped her on her back and held her like a baby and then like took my hand away and like supported her and for a second she looked freaked out she was like what the fuck and then I was just like bouncing her and then she looked around and was like oh this is kind of nice yeah (laughs) and then she started to get kind of sleepy and was like doing the air biscuits yeah Uh, and she just was vibing with it so now I can hold her like a baby because I tricked her with uh, drugs. drugs. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. That's sick. Animals are great. That was uh, the first thing I told all my coworkers about was milkshake and guts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's what you gotta do. I said I'm bringing in a really big framed picture of my cat tomorrow. Like I'm letting you all know in advance. Yeah. Then I said I also need to get one of our dog. Yeah. Everyone went okay. That's neat. <laughs> like okay. Okay. Uh, who let the janitor in here? <laughs> like, okay, freak. <laughs> That's no. the nice thing about either having a pet or being into sports, I feel like, is your super normal coworkers. You can just be like, you Check guys want to see out. a picture of my cat? Yeah. And yeah. They're like, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I've thought about bringing in pictures because I have my own desk at work. It's just, it was an old conference room. It's still a conference. Half of it is a conference room. And then they put up a divider thing that's like built into the room. And it just feels very like not office like because it's a there's no windows or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I could one of the people does have pictures of 
them and I think their partner or something like that. But I'm like, this just doesn't feel like an office environment. Yeah. My Maybe boss has a picture of his like wife and kids on like one of his shelves yeah. behind his desk. And he but cut out the eyes, right? You yeah, said he X'd them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I should, I feel like I should have a picture of like Emily, Ushi, Bob. Yeah. Just like all on my desk, you know, Bob's Bob, Bob nodding the, and yeah. smiling. Bob likes the sound of that. Yeah. Hey, work, work. Am I right? Yeah. A great, uh, woman once said work, 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 true. Work. Never forget. I can never forget. And she's a billionaire. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Take that as you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we as a podcast love billionaires. Yeah. Well, when they're Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like Rihanna? Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I'm just making sure you like Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the meme uh, from, I don't know what show it's from. It's maybe Boardwalk Empire. Where it's like the guy crying, holding the gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, that, yeah. like me killing Rihanna when yeah. we <laughs> execute all the billionaires. Yep. Yep. Bookie was his name. I don't know. I've never watched the show. I got into Boardwalk. Me and Ace got into Boardwalk Empire. Seems like a show you two would get into yeah. together. Me and Big Man Ace. He wanted Slender Man. Hey, what'd you guys go for for Halloween? I was an anime character because I had a cosplay lying around. Her name is Chisato, and she's from the anime Licorice Recoil. She got a gun, She too. got a gun, but I didn't have a gun. I yeah. could have had a gun. Kelsey didn't want to hold the real firearm, I guess. I didn't think that was an appropriate thing to do at a party. Yeah, me neither. Kelsey <laughs> didn't want to brandish a, f- a loaded firearm at a party. <laughs> Hey, to each your own. That's fine. The costume. You were a lawyer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I came straight from a wedding. Um, so I had a couple of joke explanations for my mm-hmm. uh, costume. One of them was a lawyer. Um, Emily was dressed as a... a convict? Inmate, yeah. convict. She had an orange jumpsuit on. Uh, so I, I was telling people that I was a detective with the horny police department yeah looking for an escaped convict to take back to horny jail so you you explained that to me and i was like oh that's funny you're talking about me and then i was like oh wait i know i kept saying you got the wrong guy (laughs) 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 but yeah i was shin from dora hidora which is a fun you had your mask up on top of your head the whole time yeah because he does that a lot he does that a lot too so it was okay okay um but it was it was just a the masks already got kind of big Mm -hmm. it wasn't too bad um but walking around my house with a latex mask over my face when i'm supposed to be hosting the party it was hard to hear anything you had to say oh yeah when Mm -hmm. i had it over my face it was impossible to hear me and also i didn't have my glasses on (laughs) yeah for listeners, the mask is an anatomically correct heart. Yeah. With the eye holes cut out. <laughs> yeah. It's also like, I think my mic's being fucked up I now. I think so. You're also holding it with your hands. Yeah, because the thing broke. And Bob's sweating bullets yeah. staring at it. But Bob he can't Bob do anything because he can't speak. Bob, what did you wear to Dewey's party? Oh. He oh, he's shaking his head. No. He wasn't there. <laughs> oh. 
That's crazy. I mean, it's fine. I'm not mad. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. The funny thing about his mask is that on the side that he's that is on the back of his head is what the mask actually is. Like, it's supposed to be a mask, uh-huh. and then he turns it around and fucking put, puts holes in the back of it and wears it, like, backwards. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, there's a, there's a mask on the back of it. I can go get it, but... I've never seen this anime. Is a manga and anime? Manga. I've never watched the anime actually. Uh, I don't. So I don't know anything about it. So yeah. in the anime, it's also a mask. Yeah. Okay. You might enjoy the manga. The yeah. anime is good, but it's like it's CGI. Yeah. And I it was is bummed. It there it, a lot when you look at it, it looks like it could be like a. All of the art could be used in like some sort of like anime X crust punk like kind of art style. Yeah. Everything she draws is like very. She knows how to make everything look grimy. Yeah, like it's really cool. It's very. It's also like. <sighs> I, I hate when an anime is really good, like yeah. story wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's just there's just CGI. Yeah. Like so much of it, like Demon Hunter, figure out how to use it tastefully. Yeah. Like with the sword arts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when the whole thing's just CGI. Like, yeah. I don't know if you ever seen the movie, anime movie, or read the manga Blame. I haven't. B-L- I've heard of it. B-L-A-M, yeah. exclamation point. I've heard good things. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, conceptually, but it looks like dog shit. Yeah. Because it's all CGI. Rip. Uh, yeah. The, the Dora Hedero CGI, it's not bad but it was just like when they announced it and showed a trailer i was like oh people aren't gonna watch this because it's cgi yeah it's also one of those things where it's like that the story is really fucking good but the art style is what is it's what like draws you in immediately because it's just so like dirty yuck yeah yeah here's just like proportions are like crazy some of the characters look like the main, it's really dope. the main character, the main g- character is a dude with a a lizard head. Okay, that uh is tr- that has is it Hillary Clinton? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he tries to figure out who turned him into a lizard man. Okay, and the way he does it is by he chomps basically the upper part of people's bodies, and then inside of him is his actual head, like talking to them, asking like, "Hey, do you know who I am?" <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. yeah. It's very fantastical. Yeah. Okay. Here's Dewey, Dewey's character. Okay. It's just, it's funny. I I, I think like, funny sad. enough, even Nick said something at the party like six years ago, Nick was like, you should, you should dress up as this dude. Cause it's just like a guy with like a suit and then Nikes on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and a hammer. But it's really, it's really good. It's, um, um, there's like a non-magic realm. Okay. And then like, it's like, very poor like everything is like fucked up there and then there's the magic realm where like everyone is much more well off and they the magic users come and just like kill not magic users oh shit just cuz yeah just cuz and then like the magic system is cool it's like it's smoke like they Mm. like produce smoke and then the smoke like is whatever magic they have it's neat it's really interesting like one interesting and they all have like scars all over their body because the way they like produce smoke is they'll have to like break up like they'll have to like cut a part so like shin has all these scars all over him and to like use magic he has to like break off like a piece of his Mm -hmm. like half sewn on body to like disperse the smoke 
it's very cool yeah. interesting it's a very like out there premise mm-hmm. but it's just executed really well mm-hmm. that's right and, and not only is it like a cool world but the whole time you're like what's up with this lizard guy and why can't he rem- who actually is he mm-hmm. it's very sick yeah i liked uh nick's costume a lot yeah nick was a juggalo bard yeah juggalo bard <laughs> college of the juggalo bard which is pretty good yeah there's a good costume let's go through everyone's costume and rate them friend of the show jeremy was there too mm-hmm. there's was, a walrus yeah that was pretty cool mm-hmm. and Brenna, that's Brenna was a bat yeah they brought a delicious dip yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quincy was a shrimp shrimp mm-hmm. i was a fan of the shrimp shrimp was good shrimp I couldn't take anything she said seriously. Yeah, it's kind of hard when you when you're a giant shrimp. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, that's been it for this podcast. <laughs> uh, I have so much shit on my list today. I might not talk about it at all. No, it's too much. That's kind of how I feel. I played uh, two games. We watched a show, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I will probably wait for one of the games. But I do have a lot to say about. Uh, one of the games I played. Okay. Which Kelsey was there for. The one I was very angry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't you why don't you talk about it? I played that? Sonic Superstars. Okay. This is the new 2D Sonic game uh-huh. released three weeks ago now. Uh, and it is the hardest Sonic game I've ever played, which I was not expecting. Did you, have uh, you you played one, two? Yeah, three. Okay. Uh, okay. And generations and colors and uh, but you I play th- the old ones. Yeah. Okay. This and, and Mania. This uses the same engine from Mania, so it feels very similar. But okay. there's a lot of different stuff going on. This is the first time I've taken notes on a on a game in a long time because usually okay. I just talk. Yeah. Uh, I will say before I talk about anything else that you should probably, if you want to play this game, you should wait for it to go on sale. Okay. Be- because it's like. The how long to beat is three hours, oh. but the actual story and how you complete the game a hundred percent, you have to play through it once and then play through it again as a different character because you unlock a, a new uh, a new character who basically is hard mode, which is crazy because I had enough hard time in the regular game. Um, it's very weird because it feels like Sonic Mania, but the level design is way more like the fast stages or the, the speed stages in Sonic 1. Okay. So design-wise, it feels like there's maybe two, three, not more than that, like branching paths where I think in Sonic 2 and 3, the levels are way more open. Even with, uh, I think Sonic CD has a very specific way that they do the levels, but it feels like it's way more like Green Hill Zone and then, uh, I forget, it's not Labyrinth Zone. I can't remember the name of the other zone in Sonic 1 that is like way more about speed oriented because mm-hmm. in Sonic 1, you play through Green Hill Zone and then the next one is Marble Zone and it's very slow. Hey, can't do that. That's illegal. Hey, That's illegal. Stop that. You're in trouble. So yeah, it does. It, it, it it's extremely quick and like fast paced, and then you get to Marble Zone and Sonic One, and then it just slows down, and you're like waiting across blocks that are slowly going through these like lava places. And there are some p- spots that feel like that in this game, but overall, like the design just feels like one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
other than the gimmicks because although there's not much to explore in these levels because there's only like one like two to three paths you can go into they have these weird stop that milkshake g- gimmicks that go on and weird acts while doing it so you'll play an act as like amy and her whole thing is you, this is also like a game you can play with four players oh nice uh and sonic has his uh drop dash uh amy has a double jump and can attack with her hammer right tails can fly and then knuckles can glide through people so those are like knuckles climb yes it's just like the original games except for now they have amy in there which is pretty cool because again she gets a double jump uh which makes some of the levels more fun uh at the end of one of her acts though there's a new character called trip and Trip jumps up on Amy's back, and then it becomes a thing where you can't double jump, but it's like this weird gimmick of like you can run around with Trip on your back and only do regular, like kind of slower jumps. Mm-hmm. But there'll be things that you have to like step on that with the extra weight will allow you to enter a new area. Um, all of the characters have it's also like there's one level where you're playing, it doesn't matter who you're playing as, but. You're going through this factory, and in the in the background, you can see that there's this uh, explosion about to go off. And as you're going throughout the level, there'll be these little panels that you step on, and then it resets the count. Okay. Uh, so that's its own thing. And then there's one that really threw me off, which was like Fantasy Zone is a side scroller like shoot 'em up that is like kind of open, where you are a little ship. It's a Sega property where you basically have this area that you have to go through to destroy ships and then you go to the next level mm-hmm. and it just randomly turns into like a fantasy zone level. Mm-hmm. So as I was playing this game, it feels less like a Sonic game and more of a like Donkey Kong game. Cause Donkey Kong games have those like weird gimmicks in all the levels and stuff like that, which gimmicks get when I say gimmick, uh, I think they use it a lot in Japanese, like, game design stuff and it's not like a negative connotation it's like mm. more of a like th- in this level this gimmick isn't like a bad thing it's just like a different way of like doing stuff weren't weren't there parts of old sonic games where you're like in an airplane yeah so there's like some stuff like that but these go beyond that in a way where it's like you're no longer sonic you're a little like you're playing a fantasy zone game oh weird it's fucking weird it's very weird or just like they had that like at like the big like at one level but at this one it's like every single level it feels like there is a specific thing that doesn't feel like a sonic game anymore which isn't like a bad thing but if you're looking for a classic sonic game this just doesn't feel like that in a weird way other than how it controls mm-hmm. um on top of that there are emeralds which even add more gimmicks to it where in the original games uh you would get all the emeralds and then at the end you could become supersonic. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, I don't think you can become supersonic until you beat the game twice, playing once and then playing as Trip Story, which is the hard mode. Uh, but the emeralds do, do different things that you can activate while playing where there's one where you grow like a giant vine and you can climb up it. There's one where you turn to water so you can like jump up uh waterfalls like you become part of the water and can jump up waterfalls there's one where you become a rocket for a bit where you can just like shoot in any direction like really quickly and then there's uh another one there's a few of them but the notable ones i would say are those and then there's one where a bunch of sonics run across the screen 
and they just kind of like destroy everything in their way uh which makes it's it's just weird because there's there's specific times where like it the emblem will flash on screen to do like use this uh climb the vine thing and then you can grow the vine and start climbing or there's one where uh, invisible platforms are there and the emblem will flash on the screen. So you obviously hit the emblem or you hit the emerald and then you can use those platforms. But it feels like they don't, they don't use them as much. And it just feels weird to be like, here's this gimmick f- from this emblem and you can use it here. And that's the only place to use it. I don't know. It just feels like limiting in a way yeah. where some special powers are better than others uh, because the, bosses are the bosses are aren't it's not that they're like super hard it's that they're like five minutes long Mm. and in every sonic game i've ever played there might be multiple phases but most of the time like the first boss you fight in every sonic game takes like three hits uh, and then like it's done these are like multiple stages it feels like multiple like parts of these boss fights that don't have a checkpoint between them Mm -hmm. so you can get like three minutes in and then die and then like have to start over damn and there's a lot of weird like auto scrolling boss fights which would normally be fine but like if you lose your rings while you're running you can't go back and get them right so it's like one of those things where i'm like i have maybe i possibly can get hit once during this five to six minute boss fight Jeez. And if I don't get my rings back, then it's just like, all right, I have to like play perfectly. Uh, what, what's that, Bob? Oh, he's trying to make the joke that this is the Dark Souls of Sonic games. I knew someone was going to do that. I knew it's someone. pretty funny, Bob. <sighs> Bob, that's it. <laughs> Turn in your badge. Uh, no, because I was going to I was gonna make the joke of like in Dark Souls, you have like more than one flask you can take yeah in this game it's like you have maybe two because you have at least have one because you usually start the boss fight with rings uh but because of the way the boss fights work you could just lose them all and then be like well that was it that was my one hit and now i have to survive for the next five minutes um it's fun other than that because some of the boss fights are like super fun but then there's like a certain point where you fight fang which i which story-wise is pretty cool because fang is from i want to say like his he first came up with like the comics or like he might have been in uh one of the fighting like sonic the fighters game um fang the bounty hunter he's like a wolf with a with a cowboy hat he's really cool and he's a fan favorite so it was cool to see him there but his boss fight was like you, it it felt like cuphead levels of hard but like only because if you get hit more than once you you might just be done cuz the whole the whole boss fight takes place on a floating platform and you're and half of the time you aren't even like fighting him you're trying to dodge these like flamethrowers and then like molten lava being poured on you and stuff like that to the point where you, I just like knew it like the back of my fucking hand because of how much of it I had to do. Um, Kelsey was there for it. How did, how did, how did that experience go? You watched me. You were mad. Yeah. You were really mad. I think I was, I think I was mostly mad because I was like, Sonic's, Sonic games in general aren't meant to be super hard, 
Like, it's the same reason no one's like, I can't wait to play this super hard Mario game. It's like a casual platformer, but the difference is it's super fast. And I think the it being extremely hard and then all not extremely hard but way harder than it should be and then also having these boss fights that seem to not only slow down the pace but become super long so it slows it down even like time wise like you're not just like losing momentum you're losing time which is like a a big difference that that just became a thing where i was like this doesn't even feel like a sonic game like they're doing enough cool things like some of the bosses were fun but they're doing enough weird stuff where it it just got to the point where i was just like this doesn't feel like a sonic game anymore but um other than that the special stages were kind of fun there's the special there's a whole thing where like you don't have lives in this game you get the the rings when you get a hundred unlike in the uh, the other games you would get a new life in this one you get a coin and the worst part about it is that i was like "Ooh, i wonder what the coins are going to be for and they are to make a custom like robot character which at first seems cool because while you're playing the game you're unlocking uh like metal sonic parts you're unlocking like a cool thing like metal uh knuckles like all like just metal characters are always look cool but i was like oh what's this character for and it's for like online co-op or online like battle modes and i'm just like that's what these these medals are for is for like an online feature that i'm never going to do so I was kind of let down by that. Um, and then on top of that, the other special... Oh, so, so the way you get those coins are by obviously like finding them in the level or collecting 100 coins. But there's also a way to get them by doing the uh, special stages from Sonic 1 where they have like the twisting like thing that you have to jump through. I love those stages. Uh, but the special stages to get the emeralds are this very weird... You're just kind of falling, and as you're falling in this like weird empty space that looks all psychedelic, you have little points that you can grapple on and like swing towards the emerald, and the emerald's like moving around as you're grappling over to it slowly, mm-hmm. and it just feels like really weird, and like I didn't, I don't need them to like remake Sonic Two or Sonic Three had like the one where you get the get blue balls. I think they changed it to get blue spheres. The one where you're running around in 3D and you have to get all the like the spheres to turn a specific color and then they turn into rings or whatever like that. Uh, it didn't have to like redo something, but I feel like it was just such a uh, weird like again like feels like they're slowing down the pace of the game, even in the mini games where I was just like this sucks. This feels bad. Um, on top of that, the the peaks and valleys of the music are like the music is like really really good, mm-hmm. and then it's like the most forgetful like doesn't matter at all and is boring. How much does this game cost? Sixty dollars. Full price game. Yeah, so that, that's that's the part where I was like, again at the top of this, I said if you're thinking about buying this, it's definitely fun, but it's definitely like thirty dollars fun, forty dollars fun. Even as I was buying it, I kind of thought, why am I doing this? Because I want to talk about it on the podcast and play it. But I was also like, I know this is going to go on sale pretty soon. Because, of course, it's coming out. It came out like three weeks ago. It's going to be on sale in probably a few weeks for the holidays. Because all Sonic games, three weeks from when they come out, go on sale. Um, So, yeah. Kind of bummed. I would probably give it like a three out of five. 
because it had some really cool some of the boss fights were very cool and different uh and some of the gimmicks were fun to do there's like a whole jungle level where you have like vines that you like spring on i played i played a little bit on stream and the game itself looks really good but and it feels decent to play it's just there's these minor weird things that don't feel like a sonic game at all that bummed me out that's all the notes i had on super sonic superstars <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> He's done with the podcast. I'm trying to figure out this mic shit. All right, that's better. I don't know why it was doing that. Because mm. it was plugged in all the way? No, it was plugged in all the way. Huh. I don't know. Everything's falling apart here. It's because Bob can't speak. Yeah, it's because Bob can't fix everything. Um, yeah, Sonic Superstars. Wait till it goes on sale. And it will. Don't worry. <laughs> don't you worry. It will be $10 this time next year. It will be packed in probably with another game. Uh, yeah. So, mildly disappointed. I also played Spider-Man 2, but I will probably wait to talk about that more. Uh, I heard it's really good. It's really, really good. Uh, it, it's. I got it and then played a little bit and then said, okay, now I'm going to go finish Sonic and finish Sonic. And then I unlocked the Trips story which she's a lizard and turns into a dragon. So if you want to know spoiler for the Sonic, there's now drag, there's now dragon character. Tri- Trip actually looks really cool. The character design for Trip. Guess why her name's Trip? It's cuz she trips a lot. Okay. I think it is the I think it's the original creator of Sonic uh Yoshi I forget his name. Fake, I was fake fan. I know. It's not uh, Yuji Naka because he's in prison. <laughs> no, he's not involved anymore. Yoshi Oshida, I think his name is. If it's not if it's not him, then he's probably like the le- one of the level designers or something like that. Um, it's I think his it's the original creator came back to like make a new character mm-hmm. and it's Trip. Trip has a double jump as well that uh, allows you to attack. Like she is an offensive double jump, and then she has a, a a weird gimmick where she, when she's jumping, she kind of turns into a, a little spiky ball, uh, and she attaches to areas where she can uh, go up walls and stuff like that. Kind of like a wheel. There's there's a special thing in uh, some of the Sonic games where there's these Wisp characters that are like aliens that give Sonic powers. And one of the powers is you become a little like wheel that you can climb on walls and stuff like that. It's just that again. Interesting. Yeah. So she looks cool. She has a new power and a, a super hard story mode that I haven't tried. Cause as soon as I finished that original story, I said, I'm going to play Sonic or I'm going to play Spider-Man. So I've been playing Spider-Man and I'm, Oh, I'm probably like 60 to 70% of the way through and I've been taking my time playing the story as well as doing the uh, side stuff mm-hmm. like doing a healthy amount of side stuff because I want to platinum it because it's one of those Sony original games that the platinum isn't too hard to get yeah. Appa- apparently the the story itself is like 15 hours and then it's maybe th- I think I saw 25 to like platinum it 
something like that. So it's, it's not bad. it seems like a, a perfect length if you want to do 100%. So I've just been doing all the, the side stuff as I've been going along so that when it time, come times for cleanup, it doesn't take me forever. Because I played the first Spider-Man game, beat it, and then ended up having to do a bunch of the like side stuff to platinum it mm-hmm. to the point where by the end of it, I was like, I'm done with this game. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I'll talk about it next week when, okay. I, when I hopefully beat it. That's it, Maine. Do you want to talk about the show? Yeah. One Piece. Okay, so there's this guy named Luffy. No. No, but we did record a... I convinced you to do the Swan Piece with me. I thought we were talking about a different show. Yeah, no, we are. Oh, okay. But I was just plugging the yeah, Patreon. We did a bonus episode. Yeah, Kelsey was really excited, as you can tell. I'm really hungry. Okay. <laughs> nice to meet you, really hungry. I'm dad. All right. We watched M- Midnight Mass. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neither of us had seen it before. Yeah. I like that show. I liked it a lot. We watched five episodes on our own time separately, and then we were like, oh, we're basically at the same place now. Let's just like watch the last two together. I just had a conversation with a few friends about this show and none of them seem to like it very much that's and crazy I, was like, I thought it was awesome you know what they probably didn't pick up on the the religious kind of connotation about <laughs> religion so actually so it was like four different people and then me i think three of them didn't like it one other person did like it and the only other person who did like it also had a catholic background mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i was like i think maybe there's Ex-priest. just a disconnect <laughs> <laughs> But. No, the scariest part of that show for me was ha- re- like how many psalms and prayers I remember. Like, <laughs> like he would be like doing a prayer, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I know all the words to this still." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> haven't been in a church in like over fifteen years. Yeah, seemed cool. Church? Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want to give a little synopsis of the show? What it's about? Yeah, you go. Me? Yeah. Um, so it takes place on a small island. The population is like maybe a hundred people. 124. 124. Uh, where it is vague, probably New England somewhere. Um, but it's like, I don't even know if I can call him the main character, but like the main character. The island is the main character. The island island is the main character. Um, but it starts out with. I guess one of the main characters returning to the island after living on the mainland for however many years. Um, in the very beginning of the first episode, he got into a car accident. He was driving drunk. He killed a girl, went to jail, returned home. He's on parole. Um, and he returns home to his island. The. I don't even actually know what Monsignor means. <laughs> But, like, the it's town's a- priest was also out on the mainland somewhere, um, and everyone thinks he's coming back, and then a new priest comes to take his place and claims the priest was not well, and some scary stuff ensues. Uh, he pr- starts performing miracles, and then some scary stuff happens. You guys have finished it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Big Jonestown vibes at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really good. Um, I 
it's hard for me to accept that Hamish Hamish Linklater is a real name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the guy, the actor who plays the priest, mm-hmm. that that's supposedly his name, and he Damn. absolutely like knocked out of the park. Oh, like yeah. incredible performance. It's not it's it's not a show if you if you're not down to watch like two people have a conversation oh, yeah. for like twenty minutes. And monologue <laughs> at each other. <laughs> at each other, then like the show's not for you. Yeah. No, yeah. That but was one thing that I love that shit. That's yeah. the slop that I just I'm a little piggy for, for that. Uh it's funny because I know that this director or whoever wrote it, I forget who Mike he, Flanagan. Yeah. I know I feel like I've watched some other stuff where that's his thing from what I remember someone saying. He did the um he did Hill House, Hill House and he did yeah. Bly Manor. Yeah, so I've watched both of those too. And I remember someone saying that and then I think this was the first time that I really like noticed it. Uh and I noticed it. I was just yeah. like, God damn. <laughs> <I> <laughs> just be monologuing <laughs> at each other. Yeah. I only watched Hill House before I watched Midnight Mass. I did like Midnight Mass better. But I just like I love just like a charismatic like morally gray, <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not. I think he is a bad character. The but priest, be, but he's hot, so he becomes morally gray. Mm. The priest? Yeah. You think the priest is hot? I yeah. yeah I okay. thought he was. Too. You don't think he's hot? It was. Um, it was more of a like hear me out thing. Yeah. I don't think he's. He's not conventionally attractive, yeah. but. That's not something about his hair. Yeah, his hair kind of threw it fair. off for me. I, I like it. That's fair. I liked him. Um, I thought the actor who plays the sheriff was also a beautiful man. Yeah, Sharif. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was mm-hmm. a very handsome. But guy. it's funny. Like I don't remember Hill House super well because I watched it a few years ago. But mm. a friend of the show, Gab, and I have watched a few episodes of Mike Flanagan's newest series, uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Oh uh, yeah, based on telling he's doing Edgar Allan Poe, and it's like based he has his Usher. own little like Mike Flanagan universe. Like a lot of those like actors and actresses like are in other shows he's done. That makes gotcha. sense. I feel like it's that's fun. I feel like you also see shared actors between Netflix stuff too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's just like I just recognize them in yeah. his other works. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's Joe Colley. <laughs> um, yeah, the thing about that show. Is that it's such a slow burn until it's not. Yeah. And then everything happens in like two episodes. I You're love like, that. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That's the kind of like horror that I like. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And I, there were, there were scenes where I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, and I'm going to try to describe this scene that what I'm, I'm going to try to describe this without spoiling anything. Uh, there's a scene where a character dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the character who's dying is experienced. You, you see them kind of transition to the afterlife mm-hmm. and then you there's a character who's with them yeah and watches them die yeah and it the way that it cuts from them being in the afterlife to cutting back to reality yeah, yeah. is so is fucking it on the boat? good on the yeah. boat I knew mm-hmm. something I was like it's so good when you you hear her scream and yeah. then you see what's happening and yeah. you're like oh fuck yeah <laughs> that part before that happened, I was like, I hope this happens. And it happened. It was really cool. I was like, I wish she was screaming way more. <laughs> I wish it was like the volume got turned up to like 120% yeah. for that part. Also, pretty fucked up thing to do to somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
It was sick. I guess it was <laughs> one last, like one the last only, trauma. The only way he could convey, yeah, what was going on. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> In a believable way, I uh, guess I don't know. But I really liked something. I really liked was um the way they did like the reflection in the eyes yeah mm-hmm. yeah i almost texted you the other night because i was taking guts out and I, I like looked over it and that was going on <laughs> it was doing the like animal reflection yeah. of the yeah. light <laughs> i thought that was really cool um yeah it was it was really good i really enjoyed it and like i was like kind of want to watch it again yeah, yeah. I they also know they don't know how to make a character that you fucking hate yeah <laughs> And it's funny because, like, that actress, now that I'm watching The Fall of House of Usher, like, she just plays a fucking freak in, yeah. like, everything yeah. this guy does. <laughs> like, she is a freak in that one. Just, I forget if she was a freak in Hill House, but she was also in Hill House. That's funny. But, yeah, she's a freak in Fall of the House of Usher, and I'm like, you're really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> really good at making me hate you. Yeah. Wait, which character? Bev. Sorry, I don't remember. The, the I don't know. While. I don't know like what her title would be in the church. But oh, the really religious one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She like is helping the yep. priest out. I don't yeah. know if there's a name for that. Priest helper. Yeah, deacon. Pre- priest or assistant. Or oh, so it's just like you seem like you're just doing this for funsies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did like for like a week after just making up Bible verses and telling Kelsey about them. Yeah. Just making up my own Bible verses. <laughs> God Dewey said, said my new bit is being a priest. Yeah. <laughs> we were, so my, I went to a wedding this weekend and there was, uh, I ran into somebody. First of all, uh, yesterday I didn't want to talk to anybody because I had to talk to people. Oh yeah. Family and like, it's just a whole thing. Like, the mm. bar was had been depleted i understand yeah it was just like i answered the what have you been up to for yeah. the past eight years question so many times yeah. where i was just like who cares we share dna that's yeah. all we have in common yeah. like we have nothing else in common stop asking me what i'm up Did to you plug the podcast at least though no <laughs> i don't want any of that, those people listening um but i ran into somebody who is who i Knew, know from a long time ago but he is uh, a pastor now um, and Emily and I were in the car and she's like how how do you decide to like make that your job also how do you make mo- like because he started his own church she's like how do you make money doing that and I was like it's all donations mm-hmm. yeah and you're non-profit tax-free baby and she's like so it's all just people giving you their money She's like, damn, people really love Jizo, huh? That they're just gonna like support. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but you can also write off church donations on your taxes too. Mm-hmm. So people just have a lot of money, and they don't want to pay taxes. I'm about to start a church for real, for real. It's gonna go crazy. You're about to make some miracles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you Riz. <laughs> I'm gonna Riz you up, and that's how you're able to. And that's my miracle. Respect. Drink and be rizzed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Was, good show. People should good. watch it's it. It's hard to talk about it without spoiling. Yeah. yeah. But I it mean, was a lot. Phenomenal. I thought it was really good. A lot of like the cuts were really good. Like just mm-hmm. the like direction, um, the cinematography. I don't know if that's the right word for a TV show, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I like I like horror stuff that's kind of set in like little small, mm-hmm. like forgotten towns mm-hmm. too. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people know that vibe of a very close knit community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I spent some summers in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Yeah, where there's like a really small population, and the coolest thing to do is go to Walmart. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I get the one vibe. of the coolest things to do in Richmond, Virginia is go to Walmart. So That's so true. You ever play Walmart tag? That shit's... Damn. <laughs> it takes me back. Back when they were 24 hours. Take me back to the beginning. Back to when I was myself. Anyways, Connor, or did you have anything else? Yeah, did you play any games or anything? Oh, you've been playing Genshin Impact. Let's hear about... <laughs> tell us all about Genshin Impact. I've been playing a lot of Genshin Impact. I wish I could find like how many hours I've put it's in a, at this. This is a game I know next to nothing about. There's um I mean it the the criticisms that it is anime Breath of the Wild pretty true. Like okay. it plays like Breath of the Wild, but it is anime. I will say a lot of my issues I had with Breath of the Wild Genshin Impact fixed. Okay. Um, I think that like my biggest thing with Breath of the Wild was I was like I'm running around and there's a whole lot of nothing mm-hmm. and I'm running around a lot and there's a lot of nothing Yeah, Genshin Impact there's a lot to do and the world never really feels empty which I appreciate Okay, like you can be around you can be like I see like a chest and it's like not that far away or I see a puzzle and like I feel like they were there was a lot of space between that and Breath of the Wild Genshin is very big world but they took a lot of care to make it like interesting and engaging okay um but it is cool because like obviously there's the gotcha aspect where you roll for different characters and it's everyone's gambling and developing gambling addictions it's fine (laughs) um but i do appreciate like each i've gotten i have not spent a, a single penny on this game and i have 20 characters maybe and each of them actually do play very differently, which is cool. Like you have a party of four, mm-hmm. you can run around, do stuff and like, you can change, like even in combat, you can change out like out of your four who are in your party. Um, but it's really neat. I think I I really enjoy, I keep being like, I can't believe this game is free. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to the fact that it's just like a big map, you also can cross one point of the map to the other point without ever ha- encountering a load screen which I like. Um, there's a lot of different like dungeons to do and like stuff you can grind for like skill material, like to level up your skills or to level up your characters or to upgrade weapons and stuff. Um, there's five regions now. Five. I am on region four. Okay. And I started, I played like a year ago maybe a year and a half ago and i cleared maybe like the first region and then since i started playing in maybe like may or june i've cleared two more so i'm now on region four um but it's i don't know i'm just like having a really good time with it it's just like i have not felt like picking up a console I have not felt like picking up my Switch or my Steam Deck. It just feels like a very low commitment thing that I can just like kind of just go into and just fuck around for a while and then be like, okay, that was fine. I'll do this again tomorrow. 
Yeah. And they give you a lot of like free. Yeah. Well, the day after that, they do. They do give you a lot of like free gems to do the gotcha with. So it's just like, I'm just like these suckers just keep giving (laughs) these like these roles. Like, of course, I'm going to keep playing. Um, But the story is surprisingly good. It is a beautiful game. Like the landscapes are gorgeous. A lot of like the character models are kind of samey, just like Mm -hmm. slightly different. Um, but they all play very uniquely. Um, all the regions have like a very distinct, like you can tell what they were based on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all very different. Um, I don't know. I just, I just keep being like, I can't believe this game is free, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fun. Um, I don't know. I've just been having a really good time despite the fact that I'm like, I can't believe I'm playing this much again. Should I yeah. <laughs> So it's just like an easy fun and easy thing and then there's just like a fun little like i can gamble for free if i want to (laughs) it's funny seeing the uh because i remember talking about this when they first announced it and had like the dude who like broke his ps4 at one of their events before it came out because he was like this is ripping off breath of the wild and like how there was so much controversy about it ripping off and now like we went to that con a few mm-hmm. months ago and there's like people cosplaying as all the characters and stuff like that it's just huge yeah That's funny. a lot of people cosplay there's a lot of fan art so there's a lot of people like artist alleys at cons doing fan art and like making boatloads of money it's just yeah it's just very profitable all you had to do was take uh, breath of the wild and put some anime girls in it <laughs> and everyone was like this is awesome sheesh hell yeah but it's good like a lot of the like cutscenes are better animated than i expected them to be um like they are making a lot of money and you you can tell they are using that money well (laughs) but it's it surprised me a lot the story is actually very good it is a lot more complex than i expected it to be i kind of thought it was gonna be like just like haha dumb game for rolling and like it is but it, it does have a lot better of a story than it looks like it would have yeah, for sure like there were moments where i was actually like oh oh damn so it's hey. been it's been good we'll see if i catch up I, it makes me want to play the sci-fi one next what's Honkai. that one called Honkai star, star rail. rail that one has turn-based combat yeah, which interesting. is interesting yeah so i'm very interested in that but it's been a good time i like just running around and exploring and then getting my heart broken during the storyline. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I mean, Hoyaverse knows how to make a good game. It's true. I have also been reading a lot. Nice. Um D- nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could do that. I've been putting my Libby app to good use. If anyone does not have that and likes to read, it is a app that connects you to your library using your library card and you can take out ebooks and audiobooks. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Um the one I wanted to talk about was I read the Southern Reach trilogy by Jeff Vandermeer. Mm. So that's like the Annihilation book that they made, the movie. Yep. I don't know how different it is. But like I Have read, you, seen the, you haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. It's I've very been, good. Been meaning to. It's pretty close to the first book, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I think I tried to look up what it's on, and it's not on anything I have. So I have to work around that. 
<laughs> find find some ways around that. Life finds a way. Um, but it's it's it was fantastic. Um, I think the first one was still my favorite mm-hmm. out of the three. He's apparently writing a fourth book, which okay. I'm interested in reading. But for those who don't know, Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer is about a group of women who are um i don't even know if employed or like contracted is the right word but they're sent on this expedition by an organization called southern reach to investigate like a geographical anomaly called area x which has appeared off of what they only refer to as the forgotten coast um it's like there's a barrier and then there's a bunch of freaky deaky stuff happening inside <laughs> Not the freaky deaky and stuff. And the main character is a biologist on the expedition. They have a biologist, they have a psychologist, they have a linguist who very early in the book backed out, and they have a surveyor. And they're just kind of like going into Area X and like trying to figure out what's going on and just observing everything. Um, and it obviously some freaky deaky stuff starts happening. Um, but it was cool. It was like a very like atmospheric mm-hmm. kind of horror book. Um, I didn't expect a lot of the things, the twists and turns it took. It is funny because I did that big rant about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading Annihilation. I was like, oh, they read this book and then made those games. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, duh. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know about it at the time. But yeah, it's like just, yeah really interesting stuff happening in this place called area x and that book slash movie is kind of in a uh, is kind of a spiritual successor to roadside picnic okay which is a sci-fi soviet sci-fi book from the 60s 70s it's really I'm opening, good i'm opening Str- my goodreads as we speak strugatsky brothers uh if you've ever seen tarkovsky's stalker that's what uh, it's based on Roadside Picnic. But Roadside Picnic is about um, basically like these, what they're called zones, appear mm-hmm. in different places on the Earth. And they're basically, what happened is aliens visited Earth and then left, and they left a bunch of their shit. Mm-hmm. And they created these like zones where there's weird gravitational anomalies and like physics is bizarre and there's like mm-hmm. strange contraptions. Um, and the government has kind of cordoned off these areas and are trying to study the alien artifacts to turn into weapons, obviously. But there are these people called stalkers who sneak, who like sneak into these zones and steal alien artifacts to sell on the black market. Okay. Um, and so it's, it's similar to annihilation in that, like there's this area that's freaky deaky, Mm -hmm. uh, but whereas like annihilation deals with, the kind of uh, deals with it a little more from what I, I mean, I haven't read the book. I've only seen the movie, but it deals with like the like idea of environmentalism a little bit, it seems. And, Mm -hmm. and yeah. Uh, And kind of the early stages of this encounter, whereas um, roadside picnic, it's like 20 years after. Mm -hmm. And it, it it deals a little bit more with government bureaucracy and like how that, like it kind of navigates yeah things we don't understand mm-hmm. um it's funny because the second yeah. book in the trilogy is kind of more about that okay because that follows like the people who work at southern reach mm. so it's yeah that's more about like the bureaucratic side and like cool. what information is being suppressed and xyz 
I've been meaning to read those books. They're very good. The first the first book is like a hundred something pages. Cool. The second one is twice that. I have a collection of his short stories 200. that all take place in the same world. It's like a more of like urban fantasy. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I like the way he writes a lot. Yeah, something he does that is really cool to me is like he'll talk about something and then like reuse like this description later mm. and like in a horrifying event and then you're like ooh I don't like that like wh- like just an example like there's one part where he keeps talking about this like s- like sickly sweet honey smell like rotting honey mm. and then like later on something fucked up is happening and he's like talking about like not in the same words but like basically like this like rotting honey smell and like mm. he he used it so many times it's like a kind of ominous like Mm-hmm. in an ominous like context that like when that comes up again later you're like oh i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. yeah no he's honey. really good I'm, I'm not describing it well but he's really good with stuff like that and i really liked it also smell is the scent is the uh sense that authors describe the least mm-hmm. That's true so anytime someone describes the way something smells a book mm-hmm. pay attention yeah it was very good, and I recommend it if anyone is interested in reading those. Hell yeah. It was awesome, and it was like, like I said, like 180 pages maybe. Cool. I'll check it out for sure. That's all I have to I talk about. I can't read, so <laughs> you're going to have to read it to me. Okay. Thank I you. can do that. <laughs> That's all I wanted to talk about. Sick. I stopped streaming control. Yeah? Yeah. I think I, th- I think I don't like the game very much. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't like the gameplay. Really? I like the vibe of the game. Uh, I like the way it looks. I like the environmental storytelling. Uh, I just don't particularly care for the gameplay or combat. It seems like something that would have been cool as a different type of media. Yes. Like... I almost wish it was like a light novel mm-hmm. or like a walking sim mm-hmm. where I'm just walking through this place and finding these documents and maybe mist style. There's some puzzles or something, mm-hmm. but the, the making it an action shooter, mm-hmm. like it kills a lot of the like mystery and suspense for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think in order to fit into that genre, they have to move things faster. And I wanted the game to be a slower burn than it was. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Watching Dewey, watching you play Alan, Alan Wake, Wake yeah. like now that that's been verbalized, I think that's what I like would have wanted to see in Alan, in Wake. Alan Wake. Like, yeah. I think yeah. just those those games in general just would yeah. have been better as a walking sim. Yeah, because it's it's cool environment, cool ideas, cool storytelling. Uh, but like, yeah, it's like what if uh what if Twin Peaks was uh, uh bureaucratic? No, it's just like what if Twin Peaks was like uh uh Gears of War. Oh, true. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you can fly at one point, just so you know. Okay. I mean, I'm <laughs> the more powers you get, I I'll probably like, finish the game eventually. I yeah. Just, I don't know. 
Or watch a playthrough or something. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Alan, Alan Wake is... I really want to play Alan Wake 2 after pl- playing both of these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also kind of want to play the Alan Wake DLC stuff. But um, I've heard that's more of like a horror game, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one looked very different yeah. than the first one. The first one was like had some scary parts to it, but it was like... It, what, it didn't look anything like the trailers for this other one that look actually scary. Um... But I, pl- I streamed a game called Fear and Hunger. Yeah. Oh, I want to play that. I want to play it, too. Oh, my God. Yeah? Uh, It's really cool. It is one of the more punishing games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. 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 Um, I've heard multiple people describe it. I think Super Eye Patch Wolf did a, a video on it and yeah. said it was like if Berserk was a game or something like that. Yeah. Uh, It's got roguelike elements uh it's an rpg yeah uh not really because you don't get any xp or items from killing enemies Mm -hmm. there's no grinding in this game um the combat is turn-based and there's an interesting like limb system so you target specific limbs on enemies and also each limb of an enemy gets an attack Mm -hmm. uh you can have your limbs cut off and then they're just gone for the rest of the game. Yeah. So it's like, oh, your left arm's cut off. You can't hold a shield anymore. Oh, your legs are cut off. You literally have to crawl for the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, start over, basically. Um, there's a coin toss mechanic. So, like, to save the game, you have to find a bed to sleep in and then you do a coin toss to see if you can actually save. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've wanted to play it on stream specifically, so I have been, or yeah. I did. I I streamed it mm-hmm. on Friday. Um, it's cool. The vibes are that good. Uh, it's hard and yeah. punishing. Um, there's a system like you can figure out how to do the game right. It's just like takes a while to figure it out. Yeah. Um, it's trial and error. Supposedly sure. you can beat the whole thing in like 30 minutes if you know where you're going damn uh but yeah that game's hard uh but i would recommend giving it a, giving it a try i think it's pretty cheap i heard i don't know whether it was because it had improved on anything or like maybe i i know it's still hard i heard the second game was better Oh yeah, I don't know anything about the sequel. It's like it's two, but I don't think they're connected. Okay, uh, it's just like a different story. Gotcha. Um, but I, I reading a lot of Steam reviews, people seem to prefer the second one. I don't know if it's because maybe there's like the tiniest bit of QOL. I don't really know, hmm. but people seem to like the second one a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, I mean the premise of the game is basically like I mean it's. Sword and sorcery, you know, fantasy. Uh, you are tasked with going into a castle slash dungeon to find a knight who has been kidnapped, and you have th- uh, a limited amount of time to do it. The second one, I think, is like a Delta Green episode. Yeah, oh, like okay. it's like a cult, and you're stopping them from Shit. summoning things. Yeah. Okay. Well, so all the art is. It's not only a game that c- creates a a hard sense of just like doing everything in ter- like the vibe is like 
oh, this game's really hard. I think it creates a vibe artistically that is very oppressive feeling. Yeah, yeah the it's art got, is very cool. Yeah. It looks very Eastern European. Yeah, it gives like you, you... If you've ever seen, like, an Eastern European video game, the yeah. art has a specific style to it. Yeah. And that's what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like when you play... F- you have to be in the right headspace to play, like, a lot of Dark Souls games uh, or, so, like, Bloodborne and stuff like that. I think this is the same way where, like... If you're not having a good time, you probably shouldn't play this game because it's just going to put you in a world that not only yeah. is going to kick your ass, but it's also just like artistically looking at it. You're like, man, this is such a drab. I mean, existence. it's like uh, at one point I rescued a little girl from a cage and mm-hmm. she joined my party. Uh, and then later on, I found a summoning circle to like these demons or gods or whatever. And one of the options, what the three options for it is to pray, uh, to sacrifice, or to love, which is you have sex with someone in there. Yeah. And this was like a child, and I was like, Ugh, I don't even want to fuck around with that. Yeah. But I could sacrifice her, and yeah. I didn't do it, but apparently that's how you get limbs back if you've lost your limbs, is you oh. sacrifice a little girl to uh, the god oh. of... Just like real life. Death. Yes. Yes. Just like real life. Just like real life. Um... But like, yeah, like at one point I went into the like j- like dungeon jail area of the castle and I freed somebody who I recognized from the beginning of the game when you're picking your class was a different class of character I could have chosen. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, which is basically like a rogue. Uh, and, I was, and they joined my party and I was like, oh, cool. Fights are easier now. I have a rogue with me. Uh, and the second we left the dungeon, he was gone and he stole half my money damn <laughs> yeah they'll do that and i was like well fuck uh so i'll probably keep streaming that it's yeah. uh it's fun kind of yeah it's no, interesting i feel that yeah um the game i've been putting a lot of time into though uh is hello kitty island adventure. hello kitty island adventure yeah starring our good friend hello kitty yeah uh, it's a game called Signalis. Oh, yeah. I have that and want to play it. You should. Okay. Signalis. Oh, yeah. It is a like spiritual successor to the first two Resident Evil games. Yeah, this is the game that I was going to try and get you to play without telling you what it was. Well, I'm playing it. That's great. Um, That's great. The So it is survival horror a la Resident Evil 1 and 2. It's kind of two, 2.5D top-down kind of thing um you move very slowly there is even a an option to play with tank controls mm-hmm. uh which i'm not doing because i'm a coward damn that's um, crazy <laughs> you're the tank control guy uh, yeah I, I but it doesn't do like the the moving fixed camera angle thing it's all oh, just yeah. it's the same uh tank controls make sense if the camera's shifting perspectives mm-hmm. imo uh, the premise of the game is that you it's you know space future kind of post apocalyptic gish thing. Uh, you are a it's German too. It is German. Uh, you are a kind of android replicant thing, uh, and the way that it works is that every like you are part of this like uh, revolutionary organization that's rebelling against the like imperial government. Uh, and every replicant is paired with a uh, human. Your spaceship has crashed on this 
planet and your human is missing and you're going to look for your human uh, and you find a like a mine basically like a station where it's like there's a mine uh, and it was an outpost for other rebels and it is full of they don't use this word but zombies mm-hmm. um, lots of environmental storytelling finding notes finding reports very bureaucratic again um, I you know me I don't care about spoilers and I was listening to a podcast about this game and I wish I hadn't damn <laughs> because something happens very early in the game that is very fucking cool to me specifically because of my interests mm-hmm. and I wish I didn't know about it because I would have been like oh holy fuck yeah it turns um, into Dungeons and Dragons it turns into Magic the Gathering <laughs> not quite okay um, close. but it, they do this cool thing where it's you know it's top down or whatever and then you'll walk into a room and it'll or you'll have like a, a little what would be a cutscene, but it's interactive and you go into first person and it's like, the, you know, you can like interact with things in the space. Mm-hmm. So early on in the game, you basically crash land on this planet. You're on the ship. You you get off the ship. You find this mine and you find this you like go down in this room and it goes into first person. You're looking around the room and then there's a book sitting on the table and it's a very specific book from a very specific uh, mythos, mm-hmm. I'll just say. Um, and you read it and weird shit starts happening and then you end up in the mine where all the zombies are. Uh, had I not known about it and I was just in here and I was like, "Do you, it, and it says, do you want to read? And then the title of the book, uh, I would have lost my shit. I would have been like, holy fuck. I love green eggs and ham. <laughs> Do you want to read Green Eggs and Ham? Uh, psychedelic cutscene ensues. Um, the book was so the uh, the gameplay is really good. The puzzles are really good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, they do the Resident Evil thing where there's puzzles, but they're actually really good and very challenging. I've spent like 10 minutes on puzzles in this game. Um, the annoying thing about this game is you can carry six items. Yeah. And they make it like a plot thing where like there's a rule of six within your organization where you, you're only allowed to carry six things with you at any given point. Everyone knows only Reploids can only carry six things at a time. But what's super obnoxious about that is your weapon counts as one. Mm-hmm. Ammo. Extra ammo counts as, as one. Yeah. Uh, there's a slot for like items, so you can get like a stun baton that gives like a little like AOE attack like immediately in your area. That counts as one. Health stuff counts as one, as well as key cards to open doors um, and random artifacts and items you find. Yeah. Uh, fortunately there are anywhere there's a save point there's a little storage chest I don't carry health with me at all I keep all my health in the storage chest uh, and I just treat that like oh I need health I gotta go back to the storage chest but it's really annoying having to just like you go out exploring you're like well my items are full I just found a really important item I gotta go back and and you can't drop items either oh yeah you gotta go back put the stuff in your chest apparently the most popular mod for this game is uh, it allows you to carry eight items yeah I think I remember hearing about that too. 
and it's just like if your weapon if equipping your weapon and equipping your item i mean it makes like sense that my gun's not in my i'm pocket. holding my gun and i'm <laughs> holding this stun baton yeah. they're not in my pocket yeah let me put some some herbs <sighs> in there yeah so that's the main annoying thing about the game yeah um it's very it's very uh true to survival horror of that era yeah and of course like ammo's super scarce yeah right uh but it looks really cool it's very it's it's got good vibes yeah bob i think you'd like it um bob's shaking his head no yeah it's because i recommended it yeah we'll see i i highly recommend it i think you would enjoy it Um, check it out it's very fun anyone else you think might enjoy it I mean, I think you would enjoy it. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would enjoy it. I want to play it. Uh, you should. Yeah. Everyone should. Okay. Um, it was on Game Pass for a while, I it's think. It's about to leave Game Pass. Uh-oh. It's, getting cl- it's leaving soon. Dang. I bought it. it. I did buy it, but... Um, but it's very fun. I, I recommend it. Um, what else? I watched a movie. Yeah. Everything I did this week is, is spooky. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Is that what you watched? No. Oh, okay. Uh, is a movie called The Empty Man. I will be right back. Sounds like me. You go to the bathroom? What? Where are you going? I need to eat a little snack. Okay. They're going to expire if they don't have a, a little snack. Understandable. Uh, very understandable. I feel that. Um, the Empty Man is a... So, so it's based on a, a graphic novel of the same name. The trailer for the movie makes it look like it's going to be a creepypasta Slenderman kind of movie. That sounds like it would be. Um, so the, the trailer for the movie shows like teenagers on a bridge at night and you hear the voiceover and one of them's like, they say that if you find an empty bottle on a bridge and you blow into it while you think about the empty man, he'll find you like... The first night you hear him, the second night you see him, and the third night he finds you. That um, is an insane set of events. Yeah, the empty bottle you blow into. I also like people ask, what is the point of the empty man? Is the first thing when you go to <laughs> Google and <laughs> what is the point of the empty man? So it sounds goofy, right? Yeah. But it's actually I really enjoyed it. I think it's a really good movie. Um the movie starts out in like the little like preamble is 1995. You see these young 20 somethings who are hiking in Tibet and uh, they basically stumble upon this weird skeleton. That's kind of humanoid, but has like extra bones and stuff. They look kind of scary and deformed. And uh, one of the friends who finds it starts to kind of go crazy um and some things happen and then it flashes forward and you get like the teens you know going out on the bridge summoning the empty man uh and then they disappear and so the story follows this guy who's an ex policeman officer he's like a detective a retired detective uh, who's like best friends with one of the kids' moms, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Please find my daughter." 
Uh, and so it goes from being this what you think is going to be like a creepypasta Slender Man kind of thing to be, like kind of a procedural. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, he's going through, he's questioning people, he's finding clues. Um, he finds clues that point to this like organization. It's like a self-help hippie uh, organization. He goes in and like starts investigating them and <clears throat> there's some weird stuff going on with them. They're kind of Scientology-esque. Um, and so it becomes this like almost police procedural and then stuff starts to get weird, right? And culty and it becomes kind of a, cons- there's this like conspiracy happening and some potentially supernatural stuff happening uh, and then it has a pretty cool twist at the end um it's scary it's very entertaining it's well structured uh it's a little goofy at times but i think overall especially with like how the trailer makes it seem uh i think it's a really good movie um empty main the empty man yeah i would recommend it the I think Guillermo del Toro saw it and liked it so much he invited the director to do one of the shorts on uh, Cabinet, the of, Cabinet of Curiosities. Curiosities, yeah. He did the one, the autopsy episode, if you've seen. I haven't seen it. Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, and I dipped back in on Bloodborne. Nice. Made zero progress, just got killed a lot. They like doing that in those games. Yeah, but it's a good game. I'd like to beat it. I'm trying. I'm trying to actually finish it. Nice. Read a bunch of Berserk too. How's that? How's that uh, treating you? Good. I'm like finally past the. I saw that you read volume thirteen. <laughs> Is that the eclipse? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I mean, yeah, I've seen the anime, so yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm past the Golden Age arc, which is what the anime covers. So I'm into new territory, which yeah, is cool. Heads up, it doesn't get any better. Oh, I yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine it does. But he's got the big, he's got the Dragon Slayer now, so yeah. that's cool. Bong, um, big bong. sword, big ass sword. Uh, I yeah, just I can't believe they cut out Skull Knight from the anime. Yeah, he's the coolest character. Yeah, and also. I know I said I think I said this last time, but if the anime had just been five minutes longer, the ending would have been so much better. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, nothing. Tell me what. Tell me what. Tell me yeah. what you want. That song goes so good. So, so fucking good. hard. It goes so hard. <laughs> the first like two episodes, you're like, this song doesn't go with the show at all. And by the third one, you're like singing along. You're like, yeah. <laughs> this is berserk. <laughs> um, it's so sick. Bob, you got anything? No, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. That's never happened before. <laughs> all right, you guys want to talk about news? Uh, I have a few little news things. We didn't take any last week, so we have a little more than usual. Uh, the first thing I have, which is the most important news of the week, is that Dragon Quest X might be coming to the West uh, in this Gamatsu Twitter tweet, or should I say this, uh, XX, what do they call them now? What? What do they call tweets now? Uh, Statuses? 
Who cares? Lights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got on Blue Sky today, by the way. Oh, yeah? I was just curious, and someone offer, was offering codes. codes, and I said, sure, I'll give it a look. It's Twitter. It's the yeah. same. There's just less people, and the content is uh, less toxic. That sounds cool. Yeah. Is it like a bunch of memes where it's like, People on Blue Sky when they see people on Twitter, and then it's like a meme template. Cause I, I haven't seen any of those. I got on, I got on some third party, or not third party. I got on some other app that was a competitor at the time that I can't remember even what it was. <laughs> and I was on there for like a day, and then I was like, I don't even, I, I'm done with this. Yeah. Uh, but there's much of that which I thought was funny. Anyways, Kamitsu uh, made a tweet that Square Enix. Asia just uploaded trailers for an Asian release of Dragon Quest 10 offline in that it should be coming in spring 2024 which could mean that there's going to be a western release in English because those of you who don't know a lot of the Asia copies of these games will have an English patch that's why whenever I buy any games from Play Asia that aren't uh, that are the Asia copy, the Asia copies of the games. They have English subs on them because sometimes the, they'll, there won't be a physical of a game. But if you buy the, uh, I have a few. I have like Okami. They never did a physical of it when they released on Switch. Ace Attorney. I have one, two, and three, which I don't think they did a. Fi- they don't have a physical copy here. But if you buy the Asia copy, it comes with an English option. And it just as soon as you put the cartridges in there, start it up, it just starts playing. So people are thinking that it might come to the West, uh, but I guess we'll see. <sighs> so uh, and of course that's that is the uh, that is the MMO Dragon Quest game. Okay. Yeah, Dragon Quest Ten. Uh, so hopefully that will come out. There's a way you can play it now that's easier than before because I remember last time I had to like get a Japanese keyboard on my computer and then like use a ca- I had to like just type in captcha and like kanji and stuff like that to like get it to run, but then now there's a way you can get a because uh, they don't they don't restrict it to the server so you can be as long as you, I think I don't think you can play it in like Canada or something like that, but in the U.S. they don't restrict it anymore, so they have a third party thing that you can add that translates all of the text on the fly pretty well so uh if this doesn't come out then at least there's a way to play it that way i really want to play it though i have another thing here from sony about how spider-man 3 if they were going to make it will be epic because there's a gaming bolt article that takes a quote from the senior creative director of spider-man 2 and it says if spider-man 1 and miles morales were like iron man and spider-man 2 which is a weird thing to say. Oh, no, no. Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales were like our Iron Man and Spider-Man 2 was like our Civil War. Civil War. These are all references to the movies. So if you don't know anything about Civil War, it's one of the movies. He's basically saying the logic is that their next game would be pretty epic, which I love was in quotes. Because I think he's implying that after, after Civil War, that's when the big... Thanos stuff starts happening. Okay. If I remember correctly, I don't know. Is that Endgame? Yeah. I think I think it's he got Endgame. a he got a glove or something. And yeah, made him strong guy. Uh, I haven't played to the end of this game, but there are some side story stuff that seems to, that it might be tying more into 
what he could be hinting towards like mm-hmm. a big event happening in spider-man 3 mm-hmm. either way uh i won't spoil it maybe we'll talk about it next week when i talk about the side stuff that it might be but uh i don't know you could a lot of these games they could be hinting at something bigger or it could just be fan service as most of the time it feels like it yeah uh next thing i have here is that nintendo uh accounts will be switching over to uh the switch successor so for those of you who don't know every time nintendo has made a new account they or sorry every time nintendo has made a new console they like make new accounts for everything and it's annoying because uh i think at one point i had two accounts and i didn't know which one to log into to do stuff (laughs) uh but it says that in this article i think they were leading asking doug bowser who's the uh, president of Nintendo of America asking about the reports of uh, Switch 2 and he said I can't say anything about that but he goes on to talk about how the Nintendo accounts will be able to uh, move over way easier than it has been in the past which to me is great because yeah. that means that all the games that you've bought digitally will probably transfer over that's what I was going to say if, if that's the case that's sick because I was just thinking about like Damn, I have all these games on my Switch, and... <laughs> I can't wait to buy Mario again. <laughs> I want to be able to play them. Yeah. beyond yeah. Like, some of them are good games, and I want to be able to play them after my Switch dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, after my Switch poops its pants. Yeah. So. Takes a big old dump in its diaper. I've got, like, one of the, like, first-gen ones. So, like, that's, good. that's any day now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've sent it to Mario a couple times yeah. so that he can fix it. He put a new battery and a new screen on it recently. Okay. Thanks, Mario. Thanks, Mario. It's a me, Mario. It's me, he his, Mario. He got his uh, spaghetti-covered fingers all over his. It was covered in gravy. Arigatoni! <laughs> uh, Mamma mia! I got arigatoni on the screen! It was full of gabagool. Oh, anyways, more Nintendo news. There's been a patent for a dual screen gaming device that can be split in half. If you can believe that. I have some pictures here. This is uh, another Game Rant article. And it looks like a, a almost like a 3DS. Mm-hmm. But th- that is apparently a screen on top. And then there it opens up and there is a screen it looks just like a 3ds but a screen on top as well so there's three screens we heard you like screens yeah so we put a screen on top of your 3ds which has two screens there's more when are when are when are they gonna learn that the weird gimmick shit is the stuff everyone doesn't like about the systems they'll they'll never because they said no but look at the wii though bowling oh you mean the system that everyone used the old controller on sometimes everyone loves the wii Grandma loves tennis. Everyone loves the Wii balance board. I think people like the Joy-Cons. I wish I think they'd probably just like I wish these wouldn't break it. The Connect. Yeah. Everyone loves the Connect. Yeah, this is interesting just because they show in one of these diagrams that there's like a hinge on it that it can like come off and you have like two separate devices then. Yeah, that's that's gonna not backfire. <laughs> I have no clue if this is going to be an actual thing because obviously patents don't really mean much. It's just a, a thing that they put out there so that no one else can take their idea most of the time, it feels like. 
hey, where's the other half of my Nintendo <laughs> sprawling? Oh, whoops. My cat took it away. Oh, no. <laughs> and a then, crow took it. He saw it was nice and shiny and thought oh, it was Oh, no, my dad's trinket. using it as a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. My Nintendo Twitch. Th- because it's three. Three screen. Twitch. Do you have any do you have any bits to add to this? You gonna no. be able to say anything say? hilarious no. to say? No. No, I do not. All right. Maybe next time. Let's see. In sort of semi um Nintendo news, you guys know the company Analog, who does the Analog Pocket and uh all the other mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call them. They're like simulators. Yes, yeah, simu- emulators. Emulator. They're like retro consoles, but you can use the OG uh, cartridges and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I heard when they first started it, the company itself that they were going to try and do this, but at the time it was just hard. But now they have announced. Uh, I actually got an email about this before I even saw any articles on it that the next console they're going to do is the Nintendo sixty four. And in this article, they got some stuff from Analog talking about what they're going to offer. And it's looking kind of crazy in terms of they'll have 4K. They didn't talk much, but they're going to have different um, screens that they can overlay on stuff. So it will be in 4K and run very well, but they'll be able to put filters and stuff on there, like scan lines and stuff like that. The Mister can already do all that. Yeah, but not with original hardware. That's the whole thing that people. Yeah, but freak why out would about. I want to use my original hardware when I can just fit eight thousand games on a Mister and just play any of them? Because you're a collector who has them all already. And I don't even have a Mister, but I think they're fucking sick. And I'd it like would be to get cool. One. It would be cool to have all the games from the PlayStation One to the Atari on a size uh an SD card the size of my fingernail um there's a bunch of stuff in here talking about what it's going to be but if you know anything about analog they make a really high quality product uh build wise and everything just kind of works out of the package and it, it looks like it's going to have all the ports it's going to have the ability to have like wireless controllers if you have 8-bit though that is cool uh it says not natively collect they won't be able to have the 64 dd add-on but the there's a community developed connection that is being worked on uh are there are there uh systems expensive they're decently expensive yeah like how expensive i want to say like the snes one was like 200 but it's like again it's like really good material and then it's Mm. also like the Ability to just put a cartridge in and then run HDMI to your TV without yeah. any like weird latency or weird picture is like yeah big. for sure uh, yeah that's think, pretty cool. I, I think there's a lot of con- consoles and companies that try to do this and they just don't do it as well. Yeah, um, I think this is the people who are collectors who want to invest in that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not some and there is there is the ability to like have flash carts and also the ability to use something like emulation or like ROMs to run stuff on here. Okay. Um, If I remember correctly, I know there's definitely is, especially on the analog, but they legally can't do anything about that. But there's then you, as soon as you get it, you can just go to a fan run website that lets you download all the games. Like that's the whole thing with the, uh, the analog pocket Mm -hmm. is it has its own little like 
thing you could put a SD card into and play every Game Boy game ever on it. That's pretty tight. Last thing I have here is just kind of a bummer, but it's not a big deal. Actually, I have two things left. Uh, I'll go over quickly. The PS5, uh, that extra disc thing that they were selling, uh, apparently needs an internet connection to at least the first time that they put it in. It kind of makes sense, but it's also kind of a bummer. I'm just putting this in here for so people know that if you buy the newest version of the PS5 that is releasing in this holiday season and then eventually down the road want to get that uh, add-on disc player thing, apparently it needs an internet connection for the first time you run it. That's silly. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Don't understand why. But in this day and age, I think everything needs an internet connection for the first time at least. My fridge? Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me this toaster runs on Bluetooth? Uh, the last thing I have is that the Nintendo gaming uh, content gui- guidelines for online video and image sharing platforms just dropped for Japan and the UK. And I think just ra- randomly dropped again for uh, the US. Uh, this is, I'm not going to go over everything, but this is just another way that they're trying to limit. Uh, what I would say, basically, Smash Bros. for running tournaments. Uh, uh, they just use a lot of like mumbo jumbo that doesn't really like mean anything other than they, that they're. I could go into, but basically, it's just them trying to let people not run tournaments. Yeah, mm. it's like already they have a thing where bigger tournaments have to buy like licenses, which isn't really that big of a deal. But they're doing all this like other stuff where you can't monetize anything. You can't have uh, sponsors help. You if you have like a certain amount of money that you are allowed to give as a prize pool per like year and stuff like that. Uh, there's no you can't like use any third party stuff like Slippy to do online tournaments. Um, it's insane because like. I feel like it's been proved time and again that if people are a huge fan of a thing you made, yeah, supporting the fans doing what they want with it, yeah, is always going to benefit you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anytime a company tries to police that, yeah, it backfires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I've talked about, I I feel like this happens like every few years they try to do something like this and it never works. Nothing nothing's going to work. Because I think there's a there's a player named Mango who put it best, and he said that we're the cockroaches of the esports world. Because no matter how many times you try and stop us, we're just gonna keep coming back. And it's so true. Um, this might work in killing off some of uh, Ultimate's stuff, but I don't think Melee is ever gonna die because it's been like 20 years. Yeah. So there's just there's nothing they can do. It's too far gone. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of mumbo jumbo in here. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens, what comes of it. But I mean, I think it's to the point where I've talked about it before because people are always like, "Why doesn't Nintendo just help them?" Or like, "Why does why does the community just not have anything to do with?" It? It's at the point where like the community has had Nintendo step to, step in and like be like, "Oh no, we'll help you with stuff," and then just burn bridges. It happened last year where. Uh, they were using Panda Global and Panda Global is now like folded completely because of backlash and stuff like that. I think Nintendo kind of used them as a scapegoat. 
Uh, but I think at this point, everyone knows that everyone in the Melee community just wants Nintendo to go do their thing over there and have us do our thing over here. Yeah. And uh, it's been good. It's been good for a while, but then this will happen inevitably every once in a while. So yeah, well, I'll see what happens. I'm gonna keep up to date on this, but I, I feel like nothing major will come of this. I think people are still gonna play the game. It, they've they've done they they do stuff like this all the time where it becomes a thing of like, okay, well, until they send police to the venue to confiscate the giant TVs that we have to use to play these games, uh, we're just gonna have to be smart about this. You know what? Tear gas them. They don't. They don't bathe. So maybe that's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Tear gas. They'll be like, we trained for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel nothing. All right, we got some uh, voicemails here. Ooh. Uh, if you'd like to call and leave a voicemail, you can anytime, day or night, by calling eight zero four two eight six zero six two six, or as we like to say around here, eight zero four, bummo man. If you do, it might sound a little something like this. Hey, uh, uh, Bob. Hold on, I didn't think of anything funny to say. Okay, that was the first one. Uh, let's let's open up here. I think Bob tried to call in earlier, knowing that he wouldn't be able to talk now. So let's let's see what he had to say. He looks really embarrassed about this. Yeah, as he should. It's it's <clears throat> it's me, uh, the video game uh, witch, and uh, and I'm here on a, on Halloween to um, to give you a scary um, video game. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, I think it was, it was a video, video game, game witch. witch. Witch? Wiz? Maybe it was Witch. Well, Wiz is short for wizard. Yeah. So, uh, here's depends on uh, which bathroom J.K. Rowling wants this person to use. <laughs> okay, don't play, don't play those first two. They were, they were bad. I couldn't think of anything funny to say. Uh, don't play this one either because I'm not going to know that I didn't say anything funny the first two times. Um, but, hey, yes, we're... Recording live from Tennessee, uh, pretty much the same here as everywhere else, so nothing really to update anyone on. Um, well, I hope you, hope you had a good episode without me. Um, Talking. Hope everyone has some good jokes, I hope. Nope. We all, everyone got interrupted a bunch. We did, because we were talking. Cause, uh, or maybe it was a good episode without me. I don't know, fuck, who cares? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, all right. Well, hey, I'm streaming on Friday. Come check it out. Twitch. Uh, Twitch.com. And then just look up me. Okay. Uh, gotta go. Uh, I gotta go to the thing. Makes you really wish when Bob was talking on the show. Yeah. Huh. What's that? Oh, you can't say oh, anything. Oh, you I can't forgot. say anything. Oh, I forgot. I almost forgot. Hmm. Uh, I've got another voicemail from a competent person. Uh, hey guys, it's Ace. Uh, I'm calling for Connor. Uh, welcome to the uh, awful and amazing world of uh, Berserk, uh, the manga, and the show. 
Um, you, you guys brought up something interesting about the show that I, I thought about a lot. Uh, I, I always thought the placement, like, they did try to do one for one on the manga, but I thought the placement of the Snake Lord uh, episode in the beginning was actually, if, if they had planned to, like, just kind of, like, clip the show at the end of the Golden Age, um, that Snake Lord episode is, like, a waste of time because it it has kind of nothing to do with the rest of the story, in, in a way, um, unless you went beyond the Golden Age. And then it would, you know, make sense and, and be like, okay, like, we, we see that now he does kind of a Monster of the Week type situation while Gus hunts apostles, uh, you know, and, and while he's hunting, you know, Fimto as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, manga's amazing. Uh, I am, I am curious what you guys think, uh, this is mainly for Connor and, and Dewey. Um, I'm curious what you guys think about, uh, any of the newer episodes or, or the fact that just like Berserk is continuing, uh, beyond, uh, Mira's death. Uh, I, I like, like, you know, I like, like the things I, I'm seeing or whatever, but you can kind of tell it's not him. Um, and, and the art is still like, like awesome and everything. And, but I just, I kind of hope they like wrap it up soon. Um, as opposed to continuing to, to draw it out because I feel like the story could get like pretty convoluted if they, uh, go a little bit too off book a la a George R.R. R. Martin and Game of Thrones type situation. Anyway, just some thoughts. Um, but yeah, Connor, welcome to the uh, welcome to the wild and crazy world of Berserk. So I like that it capitalized Allah. <laughs> Allah. George uh. R. George R. R. Martin's Allah. Allah. Um, so from what I've read, right, uh, his, uh, Mira's childhood best friend and the person that the character guts is based on is the one who's the like di- like artistic director now of the new stuff mm-hmm. um and the people who are doing the drawings are you know people who apprenticed under Mira for 20 years or whatever um his, the guy who's in charge of it now i know is set, is super conflicted about whether or not to continue Initially, he said he wasn't going to do it, uh, but then he met Mira's art staff, and the things that they were saying to him like inspired him, and he was basically like, you know what, like I should do this to honor my friend who's no longer with us. But basically, he's saying, because Mira would talk to him about where the story was going to go a lot. like They spent a lot of time together talking about it, and... He's like, I'm only including stuff in the story that Mira said, like that, that a, he said mm-hmm. was going to be in it. I'm not, I'm not like doing any conjecture. I'm not making up anything myself. Just stuff he said and B stuff. I remember specifically him saying, he's like, cause we talked a lot. There's some stuff I don't remember. Now, if I can't remember it clearly, it's not going in. It's only stuff that he told me was going to be in the story. Um, and he told him how it would end. So I, I'm not that I'm not far enough to really make a judgment call on that. But from what I've read, it seems like 
the story and the art is in good hands, right? Um, and it'd be nice to get some kind of conclusion to this very long tale. Yeah. yeah. I have some thoughts. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, I was caught up on the manga up to the point that Mira passed away. Uh, I read a chapter that his friend, uh, a chapter post Mira um, with his friend at the helm. I respect what he is doing. I agree it's in good hands. I personally didn't need it. Okay. So I'm simply not going to keep reading it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I read like three chapters and then I was just like... Sorry, go no, ahead. Go, no, you go. I was just going to say, I feel that given the circumstances with Mira passing away, where the manga ended on that final chapter, I was like, I'm fine with this being the ending. Okay. I was like, I don't need this like big resolution that everyone else is looking for. Like, it was less of like an ex. For me, had it ended there, it would have been less of an external conflict resolution and more of an internal conflict resolution. Gotcha. Like, just a self-fulfillment of, like, I'm at peace with where I am and, like, whatever. I don't need to continue to do this thing. Yeah, gotcha. Um, That being said, not everyone's happy with something like that, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. I kind of just wish that... I don't know. Like, I almost kind of just wish that they could have just posted what happened and I could have just, like, read a summary. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they could have just given his notes of where he wanted yeah, to go. Yeah, I don't necessarily, like, need to see it drawn because he's yeah. not the one drawing it. And I... It's still good. Yeah. I can tell it's not Mira. And, yeah. like, obvi- like, obviously, we we all know it's not Mira. But, like, just even artistically, I'm like, it's a little different because, you know... He yeah. was a madman and would go in there and edit it pixel by pixel. Once the did di- once he had the digital Jeez. capabilities, like they yeah. were like, dude, like, come on, you got to hit these deadlines. And he was like, mm, what if I change these pixels around a little? Yeah, we <laughs> talked about it during the Bird Zerk, where there was like a thing where his editor had kept going to him, and at one point he was just like locking himself while editing stuff, and his editor's like, dude, just it's fine the way it is and he was just like no like zoom in zoom in zoom in (laughs) so obviously no one else is going to have that attention to detail that he had um but yeah i don't know it's like i was i don't know i just i didn't need more if people are happy with more and it's fulfilling to Mm. his friend that's great i'm i'm not gonna read it i don't really care like, yeah. For me, it, it, it was done when he passed away. Yeah. I think it's also sadly poetic that this story he's been writing forever and now as he passed away, like it kind of has a natural resolution to it. Mm-hmm. It's like almost poetic that that was the end of it, that like it, oh, things were all right. It felt like a conclusion. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, obviously he had more to say and more he wanted to do, but... I don't know. Hmm. It kind of feels like that's the end of it. And it ends on like a decent enough note that it's like, nah, I don't really need to see the rest of it. Well, Cause yeah. then the next chapter kind of like flips it all on its head yeah. too. So it was kind of like, yeah. it yeah. almost felt like it was continuing for the sake of continuing, gotcha. even though I know it wasn't, Yeah. <laughs> okay. but I don't know. I mean, if people want to keep reading it, that's fine. 
I don't, I'm not saying don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I personally am not interested. Yeah. And as far as the anime goes, weren't they planning on making more? Which is why they, I assume that they included the the beginning part. Oh, the an- the nineties anime? Yeah. I have no clue. I can't yeah. remember. I thought that they were planning to continue the story. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, which would explain why they included the first part. And I mean, when he was writing it, he wrote that first part without any of the Golden Age stuff in mind. Yeah, he just was like, "Why is this guy so mad?" I guess I got to come up with a reason why he's really mad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, also with where the manga ended with him passing, like, I don't know. I mean, you, I don't think you are far enough, but, like, you can kind of see, like, Miro's own worldview change throughout. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like, it was, like you talked about before, like, it was very dark and edgy in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... I don't know. I love I love seeing like a progression like that. That's why like the rebuild Evangelion movies are like some of my favorite things that the franchise did controversially. Um, Cause like you just see like the creators like worldviews change and it almost felt like in continuing where Mira left off and doing what the next chapter did kind of like undid all that. Damn. Not that it matters cause like it, it's more about Mira than the story, mm-hmm. but I, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Still worth reading. Yeah. I just finished 15, book 15. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably get the uh, next five back to you next week, and I'll want more. Piggy wants his slop. Piggy <laughs> wants his slop slop. Cool. That's it. That's it, man. No emails or anything? No. Okay. None. Okay. Bob, you got any closing thoughts? Oh, I love you too, buddy. He just did a he did the zoomer heart. Because <laughs> uh, he's a zoomer at heart. Yeah. Thank you for uh, joining us, Kelsey. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Um. Anytime, literally. You live here now, right? I so do live here now. Waltz on in here <laughs> if you ever feel like you want uh, a pod. Yeah, hopefully I won't be uh, late from work next time. Yeah, that'd be nice. Also. <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Uh, we did our Halloween episode last week, so that's... But tomorrow's Halloween. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, play a scary game. Watch a scary movie. Mm-hmm. We've eat talked some about candy. some. candy. Yeah, eat some candy. Yeah. Uh, if you like this episode, consider going to patreon.com forward slash the flock. Uh, it's $3 a month. You get a bunch of bonus stuff. Uh, you can join our desk discord if you want to talk about sports because that's what people talk about now there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but what else? If you like television, go to twitch.tv forward slash xmetalslimex, twitch.tv forward slash respectablestreet, and twitch.tv forward slash chili underscore chet. Tell a friend about the show if you enjoyed it and you think they would or they wouldn't. Who cares? Just tell them. Tell them if you think they wouldn't just to see. Mm. And then let them listen to it and then be like, no, no, you just got to know the guys. They're really funny. Once, you, know once you get a vibe, uh, that's when it gets weird. Leave us a five-star review. We'll read it. Send us an email at the flock podcast at gmail.com. Call us at 804-286-0626 and just say some words into your phone. 
And that's the stuff. That's it. Hey, I'm Dewey. Connor. I'm Kelsey. And thanks for flying with us.